This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. A bit of banter with Soren's probably taken a bit too far. He's probably screaming and turning away at that moment. But he's a good lad, Soren. Let's kick off the start of the week with a great big dose of football funny, shall we? I'm Jim, and this is The Other Side of Football. Have you ever wondered how Sean Dyche gets his deep, gravelly voice? It's Sean Dyche, the manager of Burnley Football Club. I'd always assumed it was a combination of smoking 20 B&H every day before breakfast and drinking pure, unfiltered diesel oil. But it turns out it's much, much weirder. Do you remember Soren Anderson? No, of course you don't. I didn't either. Well, the Danish striker played football at Bristol City alongside a young football-playing Dyche. And he recently gave an interview with the Danish football podcast Football Ministreet in a charmingly titled episode, Anecdote Special Number 2, in which he revealed a shocking secret about the Burnley boss. It was like wolves. There's an earthworm. And then he ate it. It was horrible. It was a bit disgusting and very strange. He was a good player and I enjoyed being around him. But the thing with the worms was very strange. Yep, Sean Dyche used to eat worms. Suddenly things become much, much clearer. I'm sure it was done to intimidate other players potentially, but maybe that is the secret to his earthy, gravelly voice. Eating earthy, gravelly worms. It's just proof of that age-old adage, you are what you eat. Which means Jose Mourinho must consist purely on a diet of bull. Not as much bull, however, as Neil Curtis, football writer for The Sun, who took his opportunity on Sky Sports Sunday Supplement to explain why, had it not been for injury, Andy Carroll would have been the perfect addition to Tony Conti's Chelsea team. He's clearly putting out a signal there that he needs a presence, a physical presence up front, mm. and Andy Carroll without injury would be, you know, Harry Kane. It's an update on the old phrase, if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle, isn't it? And if that's his intention, I like it. If, on the other hand, it's an attempt at a genuine piece of footballing punditry, then what a crock of shit. Let me demonstrate. In 2011, Carroll had a relatively injury-free season. He managed to pull on his Liverpool shirt without pulling any muscles a total of 35 times. In that time, at the age of 23, he managed to score four goals. What a good ball, Carroll! Oh, how did he miss? Harry Kane was 23 last season and he managed a fairly comparable 41 appearances in a Spurs shirt and in those 41 appearances scored 38 goals. In other words, saying Andy Carroll uninjured is like Harry Kane is pretty much like saying my rusty old Ford Escort with a new paint job would be a Ferrari. It's bullshit. Carol Vorderman is closer to being Harry Kane than Andy is. I love that. That is brilliant. <laughs> Still, Carol, that's Andy, not Vorders, has been unlucky with injuries. And he probably looks back on that injury-free season in Merseyside very, very fondly. <sighs> but probably not fondly enough to name one of his children after his former footballing home. Any football fan who has ever faced the prospect of being a parent has two main questions in their mind. One, am I still going to be able to watch the football every weekend? And two, how do I convince my partner to let me name our child in honour of my favourite football team? Well, the guest on today's podcast should be held aloft 
as a hero because he convinced his wife to let him pick a name for his new baby in honour of his team, Liverpool. Welcome to On The Left Side, Kent Roger Solheim. Kent, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Now, eagle-eared listeners to the podcast will spot that you haven't got the traditional Scouse accent. Where exactly are you from? I'm from uh, Ludwig in, uh, in Norway. OK, well, obviously you're a Liverpool fan. We'll get on to that in a minute. But um, first off, you've managed to name your newborn child, and congratulations, by the way, with a Liverpool-themed name. What have you gone with? Yep. Since I was a little uh, boy, I always dreamed of calling my daughter uh, Inva, as we say in uh, Norway. It's not a usual name, so uh, when I came up with it, uh, my fiance think it was uh, really good, but uh, she was not uh, happy with the W. We should explain this, because Inwa sounds like, to me, it sounds like a kind of Scandinavian Nordic kind of name, but you've actually spelt it Y-N-W-A, which is, of course, the initials for Liverpool's famous song, You'll Never Walk Alone. That's right. How the hell did you get away with that? How did you convince your wife (laughs) this was a good idea? No, I, I just uh, told her the truth from the from the start. The meaning was uh, from the Liverpool song, and uh, of course it was hope and trust and everything uh, in the song. Wow. Uh, and then she uh, suddenly started liked it, and uh, and it uh, it was uh, agreed uh, after uh, after a while. So you were upfront with the meaning. You didn't sort of suggest, oh, in was quite a nice name, and then get it on the birth certificate and reveal all later. No, I uh, go uh, straight to the truth and uh, and that's uh, paid off this time. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. I was thinking it's a good idea. Yeah. Other teams could do this. You could have Koi for West Ham's Come yeah. On You Irons works well. Obviously, Stoke City have Delilah as their song and Delilah's already a name. And then United fans could shorten Country Roads to just cunt... No, maybe not. Maybe they can't do that. It's very clever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's very clever. What did your yeah. family make of it when they heard? Most of them uh, think it was a nice name. But also they was a little bit uh, sceptical with the W. <laughs> so uh, it's the W that's the issue. <laughs> have you considered what you're going to do if you have a second child? Because you're going to have to come up with something just as original, like Anfield or Dalgleish or Suarez if the child turns out to be a bit of a biter. You're going to have to come up <laughs> yeah. with something suitable. Yeah, we have uh, two options. That's uh, if it's a boy, George. As uh, yeah, the middle name of Steven Gerrard. Good, nice. Uh, if it's a girl, I think maybe Salah. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. You're clearly a uh, massive Liverpool fan. you clearly got it in your veins. Yeah. But what I think is amazing is you've never been to Anfield. So are you now no. planning a pilgrimage? Are you going to try and get there with your newborn at some point over the next year? Yeah, of course. It's been a big dream uh, all my life, so... Uh, that's uh, still a big dream and I hope uh, maybe to take my girlfriend there uh, next year and uh, bring Inva in uh, in a few years when she understands what it, what it means. And they've got to give you a free ticket now, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> that would be nice. Kent, congratulations on the new arrival, little Inwa. Congratulations Thank as you. well on having a very understanding girlfriend and I wish you well for the future, mate. And I hope you get to Anfield soon. Yeah, thank you. I hope so. That's it. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and follow us on social media. We're On The Left Side on Twitter and On The Left Side Pod on Facebook. Plus, you can find us on YouTube for a load of football funny stuff for your eyes and not just your ears. I will see you next time. On The Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.
for the record, I definitely don't eat worms. Although Bear Grylls would probably be happy with me. He'd probably go, yeah, a little worm omelette or something. You'd probably be all right with that. I don't know how worms, whether they're good for you or not. Um, but no, I don't, uh, I don't eat worms. And I never did, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs>